Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It is the start of the Super Sprint Motorsport New Zealand Championship, and part of that is the very popular Toyota 86 Series in its 10th season, right? Strong, tough little tin tops that are as strong as an ox. You can throw them around. And it's really close racing. And we've got the pit boys in. <laughs> the pit boys. Hey, makes Remember we hear that joke, you know? Gets into the pits. Well, Dion Pitt's driving. And his brother Michael here is telling him what to do. Because that's what big big bro, Michael? Big, big, big bro. Big bro. Yep. And Dion. So you're 25 and he's, what, 55? <laughs> yeah, that oh, sounds mate. about right. I reckon right. he looks older than me, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the studio. Thanks for Thank having you. us, mate. Um, you raced last year in 286, isn't that's it? That's correct, yeah. So how did you go? Not bad, not bad. Had a pretty good first season in it. Got a podium in the first race on debut and stuff. Got seventh overall and third, uh, third in the rookie championship. So pretty happy with how the season went and pretty solid. Just really want to build on it for this season coming now. Are, are you a born racer or is this something that just tickled your fancy at some stage? I, be, I believe born racer really. I've dreamed about it since three years old. I remember watching Murph. That's my first memories in the Kmart car on TV and just dreamed of it my whole life and yeah. But so the Toyota 86 is a progression. What have, do, have you gone through the traditional route of karting and then done other classes? Yeah, so I started karting at the age of 10 uh, at Mount Wellington Kart Track. for did it, with, did it at national level for about four years. Isn't that such a shame? It looks like a oh. uh, it's it's gone now. Isn't that mm. one of the tragedies? That Massively. That, you know, yeah. I, it's it's more like a dump. It's more like a storage yeah. unit now, I, right? I went by yeah. there actually not too long ago, and I just saw it, and I was like... Yeah, just but at least shame. you have the memories, right? Yeah, the memories. M- many, many laps I turned there. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that, and but a lot of people don't understand. Learning to drive a go kart properly teaches you so much, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It teaches you so much race craft. Just even, just even, just how to brake and accelerate, obviously, and your lines and learning how, race lines and stuff like that. Oh, it's it's literally. It's the best Perfect. form. Yeah, it's the best, best form, form to learn, especially from a young age, at the age of ten or nine. Like you know, there's kids in there that are five years old that you can start karting yeah at, and so. michael you'd, you'd see your brother out there and and what karting does teach a lot of people is elbows out right it's yep. it almost teaches a fearless attitude doesn't it no absolutely and i sort of you find the way you race a cart compared to a car is very very different as well and like you said in the carts your, your elbows are out you can sort of pop your nose in a bit a bit more physical but then when you come to the car racing you've got to sort of you know calm down a well, little bit with it becomes that. more expensive because there's things called panels that <laughs> absolutely, are going to be damaged yeah, a bit more respectful 100 <laughs> percent so when you had to step up, and I think I see you drove the old BMWs competition yeah. for a couple of years, couple of seasons. Yeah, three seasons I did with the E30s. Yeah. So, how hard was the transition? Everybody, every everybody transitions in a different way. 
wasn't too hard because they're very similar in low horsepower racing, momentum. You've got to keep the momentum up. Uh, they're very similar in a way. There's small sports compact um, um, coupe. So, yeah, it wasn't too hard. A little bit more power in the 86, but overall it's just more modern equipment in the 86 and bit more grip. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the 86 is great. I, yeah. I, I can tell you a bad story about my experience in the 86. So I, I've driven the test car, which yeah. is pretty much on not slicks. It's on a medium tire, yeah, right? semi-slick, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Oh, actually, be very careful, Stephen, here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, what I discovered very quickly, uh, you can brake like crazy. You can yep. you can jump on the brakes, can't very you? Very hard, very hard. You can but, use a lot of pressure. But it's also they don't, they don't wear out quickly, which makes it a more economical class of racing to do, 100%, right? 100%. You're not changing brakes every meeting. They'll last a good couple of meets, few so meets. It's, so it's six ra- a six-round competition, yep. right? Yep. Six-round competition. How many brake pads would you go through? How many tyres would you go through? So we run a new set of tyres every qualifying. We put on a new set for every round, and then you race on that same set from qualifying, and it's marked so you can't change the tyre. Yeah. So you get basically six sets for each round, you know, one each round, and then pads, brakes, and stuff. It's normally like maybe three sets or so throughout the season for pads. Rotors, maybe one if you're lucky, mm. If it's just depending on where they were when you started the season and how warm they were. Can you tell me how to warm up tyres in 86? Because I tried that at Hampton Downs and I, I think I spent most of my time going in circles, <laughs> uh, coming into t- coming into corners and if they're not warm, chopping down, not a great not a great manual guy, can drive manual <laughs> but not that flash. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I came clunked, uh, you know you go one, two and up and over yep. and then three the hard right-handed yep. before yep. the dip, yep. that one there, yep. chopped it from third to second and spun it. Spun it. Wow. <laughs> you probably got a oh, Don't go well, wow, Michael, as if I'm a numpty. <laughs> well, that's why I haven't driven yet, so, you know, yeah, so you just, I can't you, say a thing. You, yeah, you just park in there. <laughs> you stay in pit lane for a moment. Uh, you ju- yeah, you probably compression locked when you went to second. Compression then, locked. <laughs> they're a diff in the rear, but uh, you just take it easy for a lap or so, and you just kind of bed it in, nice and slow, not not too not too hard. Don't overbreak yourself, and then within a half a lap, they warm up quite quick, to be honest. In the semi slicks, but um, they fall off very quickly as well. After three laps, they'll just start falling over if you. Okay. Use them too hard. Okay, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to explain falling over. So is that, <laughs> when you talk about them falling off, is that just losing their grip? Yeah, just overheating, just losing their grip. Like they'll just start to understeer more and stuff like that. The car. So how do you manage the tires in a race? Just you want to you want to be able to push as hard as you can without over pushing it. So where you feel the temperatures coming into them too much, like I say, then they start falling over themselves. You want to keep them in a nice window. So it's like qualifying laps, but at maybe 98%. So what you've learned from last year, how much will you take all of it into this year and push a little harder? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I learned a lot last year. It was definitely threw myself in the deep end in terms of competition, like racing likes of Simon Evans, Rowan Shepard. They're all very fast. Even Ronan's a good driver and Matt McCutcheon. (laughs) Ronan Murphy. Even Ronan's a good driver. I'll I'll remind him what you said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I learned, and he was my teammate, same with Rowan Shepard. I learned a lot from them last year, so... um, it was very, very helpful, and there's a lot of information I'll take over to this year and put into my championship. You see, this is what people don't realise about motor racing. You know, they think it's they think it's a, it's the team does everything, yeah. but at this level, the driver has such a huge input. So, so, so Michael, as 
team manager, right? Well, uh, yeah, sort of. I mean, I wouldn't oh. say team manager, but I mean, me and Dion do the work together in terms of like organising sponsors, communicating with them. I do a lot of the communication with the team, with Neil and, and Shane from Race Lab. Um, oh, so yeah. of course you're under the Race Lab banner this year. Yeah. So yes. sorry for interrupting. So the sponsor lineup, how does it work? Is, is it what? What's the name of your team? Uh, so our team is Race Lab Driver Academy. Right. Um, it's all supported by Shane's other business, obviously, Golden Homes and stuff yep. like that. And then I got my other sponsors, Ultra Interior, which was with me last year, which is actually my um, employer. That's right, because well. you're a truckie, right? Yeah, yep, I'm a truckie, and uh, I truck drive for them for all our building materials and stuff. So, yeah. so, so I'm going to come back to Michael because we talked about this before, and I said, well, when you set up for a brand new season, one would hope that you can do testing, but you've got to pay to get on the tracks. So in the case of you lads, what's the story? Yeah, I mean, for us, we, we sort of have a limited budget and we sort of scrape around for every cent we yep. can get. You know, we haven't got mum and dad contributing. It's really just on me and Dion. Um, so we sort of have to be careful how much testing we do. And we, we did a couple of days leading into the season, but we weren't out all the time. I know some of the other boys in the field this year and, and last year, you know, we've done multiple, multiple yep. days and down to Highlands, you know, as well. Um, so it's a little more difficult for us. We basically sort of have to turn up on the weekend. Dion has to go out on a Friday, and sometimes he hasn't been in the car for months and months. Uh, Pukakoe Supercars around, hadn't been in the car for five months. Other people have been testing, went out. It was very tough, you know, qualified near the back. It was a little bit difficult, but in the end, he won a race that weekend as well, you know, so he turned it around. But um, What's it like to win at Pukki, man? Awesome, and especially at that <laughs> event, the final Supercars event. I couldn't believe it. Every time coming <laughs> over that hill, I was sort of pinching myself just seeing the just the amount of people on the hill and all that, it was awesome. And Pookie's always been a bit of a bogey track for me. I always really enjoyed it, but I haven't really got the results there. But um, to do it in that last weekend at Supercars to get a win there, oh, it, was, it was definitely magical. And my first race meet with Race Lab too as my team. So, Oh, Shane would like awesome. that. Yeah. He oh, would he, love that. He was, he, was there. he was there. He gave me the biggest hug when I got out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the speed of the 86 is doing over the top there? Over the top, coming down in turn one, we're pushing on just on 200. Like so one, that, yeah. That's all right, huh? Yeah. When you first approached and learned turn one, <laughs> I'm told, Murph tells me the story that everybody goes, oh, my gosh, turn one is, is so dangerous. You know, got to be really careful. He says, actually, it's quite an easy turn. It, 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 isn't, it isn't that difficult, especially in 86. It's just a lift. You, you pluck six just at the start line, really, and you just lift into it. But it's just sketchy because it's so bumpy. And when you come down the front straight, it just looks like a narrow, narrow passageway with concrete walls mm. going down to it. So you, you, you kind of like get a bit tight going into it. But it's an, overall, it's not a hard corner, but it's a very fun corner. So it's genuinely a sphincter tightener. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty so, so we were talking we were talking about money and, and, and being able to do things. There must be a romance in what you're doing because it's almost, it is, you're an amateur team, right? Yeah. With, with sponsors wanting to produce a professional performance. But the essence of it is, is it still your weekend races? Uh, no? No, I don't think in our mindset. I think we've passed that. In terms of when we were racing the E30s, I think definitely at that point because we never believed that it was possible for Dion to get to that next level because it's just so tough getting sponsor money and getting people to actually invest in you. And obviously as COVID's made it harder over the last number of years, but sort of once we've now got into it and we've got sponsors, we've done a season, we have, you know, sort of learnt the lay of the land and found it a little bit easier because now we understand how the game works a little bit more. But um, How does the game work? Does it work simply on performance? You perform, you return back to sponsors or approach new sponsors and they go, oh, actually, and you convince them of that? 
yeah, well, pretty much in, in my racing career, it has been like results is going to get me my sponsors because I'm not I'm not known. I don't come from a racing background or anything like that. Is there a bit of that going around? Let's be blunt. Yeah, a little bit, hundred percent. And and there's a lot of people up and down pit lane everywhere that you know have connections or been around motorsport their whole life. You know, my my father got me involved in motorsport just because he was a fan of it himself and enjoyed watching it as well on TV and that's how I got into it so you know I have to get those results to prove to my sponsors to be like hey I deserve to be here. So let's talk about the upcoming season because you start we because I'll be with you down there probably hopefully I'll be interviewing you in pit lane because I'm doing all the sure. post race IV so <laughs> uh, one two or three buddy yep, that's yep. The, not asking for too much <laughs> no. just one two or three uh, how often have you raced Highlands have you raced Highlands uh, only once last season there what did you make of that track awesome honestly I didn't think too much of it when it first got built and hadn't driven there just because it looks really tough to pass which it is but on our overall just driving experience it's so much fun to drive that track that, that area where you go through what I call the forest yep. uh, I said to someone it reminds me I think of Hockenheim the F1 track which used to run through the forest did, yeah, you, did that yeah it does feel like that you kind of on the by the pit side and everywhere it's open up and then you just disappear in the trees both twice and round the big sweep and all the way at Forest Hip and down the end there. It's you just disappear in the trees and then you pop back out. <laughs> of the tracks that you were going to race this season, what's your fave? Highlands would be one of my favourite for sure. Taupo I also really enjoy too. Is Taupo I know is traditionally tough on tyres for mm. let's just say faster classes. Mm. But is it the same in the Toyota 86s? Yeah, yep, very much the same. It so, just so, absolutely eats the tyres that track. <laughs> <laughs> so so are you able to use uh, other used tyres even though you get a set for the that weekend? Yeah, so generally you come to practice and you always uh, use the previous race weekend's tyres for practice. But then, yeah, you're just from qualifying, it's a brand new set. And that track, you do have to think about tyre management. We only have three three races, but if you go hard and fast through the rest of the weekend and you get to a race three, you'll feel you'll feel you don't have much rubber left. Michael, are you as far uh, so you you're not on the comms with him, are you? You've you've no. made it quite clear you're you're the PR guy. Yeah, I see. You're, you're the money you're the money man. I'm the money man and uh, yeah, I just there to support Dion really, you know, and obviously my parents are there to support him too, but I, I you know, obviously I spoke to you in, about this and you know, I just sort of I just do everything anything that he needs really. What's it like um, having what's what, what's it like hanging out with your brother five weekends in a row? Well, well, this is going to be five for us, but um, yeah, I mean, are look, you going to do? Oh, are you going to do the whole season? Yeah, we'll do the whole six rounds, but yep. yeah, obviously it's not five in a row. My, it's my bad, not yeah. your bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I when I'm in New Zealand because I was overseas for a little while actually when he first started racing uh, cars again. When I'm in New Zealand, I'm at every single meeting. Um, I just can't help myself to be honest. I, I I've got the bug. I was a football boy when I was younger, playing playing soccer. Um, but as I've gotten older and Dion's been racing, I've grown to love motorsports so much that even myself, I'd love to get behind the car and. Um, even I think Mark Mallard's actually going to give me a chance to drive oh, one of the his old cream cars. insurance car. Yeah, I yeah. think maybe his Sangyong and one of those. He said that I could potentially have the a go this year. Oh, you go and do it. Yeah. I would love. I'd love to get out there, but according to Murph, I can't drive, so um, <laughs> I'm stuffed, really, aren't I? Well, I don't know if I can drive yet. I'm just going to give Callum Hedge a call and tell him to 
come down to the track and teach me. Oh, well, he's 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 uh, he's racing a very good team, M2 competition, mm, yep. uh, along with Liam Skeets and Charlie Wurtz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, Alexander Wurtz, uh, yeah, Alex first, yep. uh, the former F1 driver yep. who we spoke to uh, yesterday yeah, on the show. All right, lads, I appreciate you spending the time to come in. Let's just get it right. Race Lab Driver Academy, uh, Dion Pitt, the car number five. Car number five, nothing live with the number fiver. <laughs> uh, I will see you in pit lane. Thank the you. best of luck. Travel safe. And here's hoping the Toyota uh, 86 series, part of the Super Sprint Motorsport New Zealand Championship, is a good one in the pits for the pits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, boys. Boxes. I appreciate your time. Cheers, it's Stephen. 20 past seven here on SNZ Brecky.